0: Welcome to another episode of the America's Property Show, your number one source on everything in the world of real estate. We talk coaching, management, entrepreneurship, marketing, local insights, and so much more. This is America's Property Show.
1: Hi, everyone. This is America, your favorite real estate professional here in the upstate of South Carolina, Today, we have our amazing guest, our amazing, beautiful stager, Karen Roberts. Karen, thank you so much for being here. How are you today?
0: I'm great. Thank you. I appreciate you having me.
1: No, it's always a pleasure and an honor having you here. Thank you again. Karen, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you started in this industry?
0: Um, Yes, about seven years ago, I Um, was approached by a couple of real estate agent friends Uh that said, hey, have you ever thought about staging? I have an interior design degree. So it kind of made sense. My kids were older. And um, so I ventured into that with just an open eye of Uh what, what it could be. And I loved the first job that we did. It was a lot of hard work. I had no idea what, how to price it, but um, <laughs> we got that job done and sold. And um, Wow. So it was exciting. So um,
1: just went from there. It's exciting. And to be in this industry, you have to love what you do. You have yeah. to be passionate about doing this every day. I was actually having a conversation yesterday with an agent that was telling me, America... I'm I'm about to just turn in my license. This is too stressful, and we're talking about a top-producing agent. I said, "Well, it's it's a it's a bomb for me to hear this. It's I'm bombed <clears throat> because you have so much potential. But it is what it is. If you don't love it, then you just don't. Um, so yeah, you're passionate, and it shows yeah. in every project that you do. I I lo- I always fall in love with it." And I recently felt victim of the lack of imagination, which it's unbelievable, because I also have a background in architectural design, and I have seen so many floor plans. Two months ago, I started buying a house. I started the process for myself, and I fell in love with a floor plan that I have seen countless times, countless. But this time, it was fully furnished, okay? So I connected with the house, and, and I said, this is the one. I was actually showing it to a client of mine, and it was the first time that I saw this floor plan furnished. I couldn't believe it that myself, um, who has imagination and the, you know, the power of visualization, and I'm used to this, and I also have a degree in this, it, it's still... I still couldn't see it before, and I saw it once the house was staged. Um, So going back to how you started this, can you tell us a little bit what goes behind the scenes? Because a lot of people think that this is easy, and it's not.
0: It's not. It's a lot of hard physical work, Mm -hmm. and I'm usually exhausted and sore by the end of the day Mm. when we finish Um, we, we don't do all the furniture moving ourselves. We have the team that does that. But at the beginning I did, my daughter and I moved all the furniture. So we had to make sure the sofas were in pieces and that kind of thing. Right. But it is, um, a lot of physical work. And then the, the mental work of, um, laying out the house. I actually measure and make sure that we bring in the appropriate furniture we talk about the target market. Who's going to buy the house? Mm-hmm. We don't want to um, stage a new small house that's appropriate for a young person. Right. We don't want to stage that with um, furniture that may be more for an older generation. Right. So think about those things.
1: Every so, detail. You, and, you do go and, and make sure that everything is perfect. Um, and... Just to, just to share with our audience, last week, you and I had a closing. Um, we closed on this beautiful home built by one of my clients. Um, and you, you staged it so beautifully that the buyer fell in love with it. And they bought the house with furniture in it. Right. Right? Yeah, that's exciting. A lot of people don't know that you're actually able to sell the furniture. Sure that we use to stage all of our um, listings, right? Right.
0: We actually use real furniture that you would <laughs> want in your home. So, um, yeah, and that's happened a lot more lately, I think, because of uh, the delays in furniture, because of what's going on right, right. now. Um, it's taken about six months to get furniture sometimes, so I've sold a lot of
1: furniture. I don't ours. even know how you're getting inventory. Um <laughs> But yes, we are seeing this way more often. Um, I also noticed that we have more relocations now than ever before. We have a lot of people coming from up north. We have a lot of people moving from bigger cities because they have been economically hurt way more than we have here in the south, uh, where we don't really have these super strict um, lockdowns and mm-hmm. you know restrictions. So we have a lot of people moving in. They don't have a place to go, they don't have furniture, and here you are just making it so easy for them, right?
0: It's already there. They don't have to go search for the furniture and hire the movers to get it there. It's already there and in place, and they know it works.
1: Right, so the way I connected with you first was because I thought this was gonna be easy, and I'm a super competitive agent. In 2019, I lost a listing to an agent that had a stager in his team. So I called the, the, the seller that I lost, and I said, hey, I totally respect your decision. I really just appreciate the opportunity that we got to um, meet at your house. I really do appreciate that. Um, but I'm always looking for improvement. Could you share what it is that I could have done better? And, and she said, you know, America I just I just really needed guidance, and that stager really helped me out and that that's why I gave that agent my house to sell, and I said, okay, well I, I appreciate your feedback. Uh, thank you so much, and I'm gonna find ways to improve my business and and give a better service so i the next month, the first thing I did is I bought myself a staging class online. And I said, I'm going to take this class, it cost me about $1,500. And it was hard. It was not easy. Um, they give you homework. And the homework is super hard because you have to do the physical staging in order to pass and get the certificate. And I did it. But oh my god, no, I, I realized that there's just too much work behind it. And that I didn't have the time. My time is selling real estate, not preparing homes. That's where you come in and you make it easy for everyone. So I know that sometimes, because I'm the agent and I have to have sometimes these conversations with the sellers, the sellers see me as a salesy person and sometimes they even get offended with some of the suggestions or recommendations that I give them. If you were talking to a seller, that's emotionally attached to, to the house, what would you tell them first?
0: Well, the first thing we do is I sit down at the kitchen table and have a conversation, if mm-hmm. they're if they're willing. And um, that conversation starts as, you know, what's going on with your life? Right. And helping me understand what their situation is. It's, it's usually a life change. You know, they're moving, they're uh, downsizing or got... Having babies, mm-hmm. um, so so it helps me understand them and what they're willing to do. But we do um, recommend taking your personal self out of the house. Yeah. So that could be personal photos. It could be stuff, just your shoes and you know stuff that people see that's not them. So you mm-hmm. want them to connect to the house and not see your stuff. Um, and everybody has stuff, people tell me sometimes they want to live in a staged house. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, It's it's not, it doesn't look lived in. So you want to take that out of it. Um, Even smells sometimes can be offensive to people and turn people off. So you're, um, it it could be a bad smell like cat, Mm -hmm. or it could be a good smell like over, you know, floral, (laughs) Handles <laughs> or something like that. Um, that'll turn a lot of people off too. Some people are allergic to both of those. So um, we talk about those things and I try to be gentle with people, not their, right. not their feelings, but make them realize it's not your house anymore. Right. It's time to move on. You're moving on. You've got to pack up. <laughs> yes. So go ahead and pack it up. Get it packed up and and you're ready for the move. I did have a client one time that sold the house, and they got a cash offer and nine days to move four yeah. kids. Mm. So, you know, think about that. What would you do? Go ahead and do it now.
1: Actually, now that you mention it, remember, um, it made me remember this one house that we sold in Greer. You also helped me stage it. It was um, an occupied house, and the sellers were just not ready for multiple offers in just a few hours. They were not ready. They were freaking out. Yes. Uh, So, I'm a huge believer in preparation. When it comes to selling a house, as we mentioned, it's an emotional process for the sellers, but it's also an emotional process for the buyers. When someone makes a decision to move on and go into a new place that they're going to call home, it's going to be very emotional and in my experience when i'm showing a house to a buyer and the first thing we see are personal pictures and memories and things that make it super personal we feel like we're just visiting a friend or a family member right right it doesn't feel like this is going to be their new place it it, they, they just don't connect with it and a lot of times we just come in and get out but when the house is prepared properly And it gives them that ambience that this is going to be their place the the colors are warming welcoming Um, they they want to stay in the house and i actually get so excited i'm always prepared i'm like okay i get the the offer ready do you like this house let's make an offer and typically when the house looks like that they do make an offer right there at the house so can you share with our audience what is it that you do to make buyers feel welcome and help them connect with the house?
0: So um, one thing we do, especially in an empty house like mm-hmm. like this, is um, we maybe put a coffee cup out so you can envision yourself sitting in the chair and having a cup of coffee, re- uh, relaxing at the end of the day. Um, you want them to feel like they can come in and relax, and it can be home. We put blankets out for them to get a, a touch and a warm feeling mm-hmm. um, so that they can envision cuddling up on the couch and and watching TV. Right. Or something like that. Um, and it helps them linger. The longer they stay in the house, mm-hmm. the more likely they are to buy. Yeah. It's hard in an empty house to stay very long. Yeah. So you also want the temperature to be right. Yeah. Not too freezing this time of year or too hot in the summertime. But just want them to walk around and linger and enjoy the house. Mm -hmm. Um, And when there's limited things out, it doesn't distract them from the actual home that you're wanting them to purchase. But it's enough to give them the idea of, the placement of the furniture the size of the furniture and that they can live here
1: and that's what i think that happened to me personally when i was out looking for my own place mm-hmm. um, when i finally saw this same floor plan that i had seen before countless times this one time i sat down mm-hmm. in the living area because there was a couch and i I was so relaxed that I felt this is the place for me to come home and decompress and de-stress from my long day, not that I don't enjoy what I do, um, I love what I do, obviously, but that was the place, it made me feel like, yes, th- this, is, this is finally the place that I'm going to call home for the next 7, 10, 15 years, right, mm-hmm. so um, it's so important when you're selling your house, to consider the colors, the pieces, make sure you don't have too much. Make sure you don't have too little, right? Right. Uh, What about curve appeal?
0: appeal. Well, um, you want to get them here. So one way to get them here the first time is great photos online. Mm -hmm. And the first thing they see is outside of the house. So you want the Weeds to be pulled, the fresh mulch, pressure wash. I always recommend pressure washing the driveway, um, the sidewalks. C- just clean and inviting so that they know, okay, if you took care of the outside, you probably took care of the inside. Let's go inside and see. I always uh, um, a fresh pot of flowers is helpful too or some color. Mm-hmm. A colored front door helps too, just a I'm Make, give them something to remember. If they've right. looked at 10 houses today, they name them. You know this. They name them. It's <laughs> yeah. either a good name, like, oh, the one with the cute yellow front door. Yeah. Or the one that smelled like a cat. So <laughs> yes. it's, a good, it's either a good name or a bad name. So you want them to remember mm-hmm. the good about the house, and um, that curb appeal is the first thing they see and welcomes them in.
1: I totally agree. Um, I've noticed that when the front door is damaged or you have a hard time just trying to get in, they start looking for more problems. Mm -hmm. It it might be the only thing damaged in the house, but first impressions are huge. And as you mentioned, they're going to start looking online. That's the first place where they go, right? Mm -hmm. So the way I see it is your house needs to present itself as if you were about to put yourself out on a dating site okay if i was to put myself on tinder i'm married so don't but (laughs) if i was to put myself out on tinder i would definitely use a picture of me where i look sharp um beautiful you know i would use my my best photo ever right? right so same thing with the house and not only that just like in tinder you're competing against other women uh, same thing with the house. There are so many homes out there competing against you. So we have to make sure that your house is the best house out there for every buyer. Pride. Mm-hmm. It, we need to show pride. Um, and please to take this into consideration. When they start seeing just a little item that's broken, like um, a light fixture or the doorknob, they're gonna really start looking with a um, a glass, like trying to, to find more problems. We don't want that. We really don't want that. Um, what do you recommend to, to people who just have a hard time understanding that minor items need to be addressed?
0: Well, minor items that need to be addressed, um, we will walk through the house Mm -hmm. with a buyer's eye, Mm a little critical eye, trying Mm -hmm. to pick out everything that I see. And it could be damaged things like, like you mentioned, the doorknob Mm -hmm. being hard to get in the home, or the handrail, a little wobbly. It gives a bad impression, um, but a lot of times people argue with me and say, well, I'll just let the new homeowner fix that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll just let the new homeowner pick what paint color they want and I'm going to leave this orange room. No, we don't (laughs) want to do that. Right. You know why? Because 90% of people cannot envision a house any differently than what they see. Mm -hmm. So if it needs repair, it's to them, it's work. The house is supposed to be where you're home and you enjoy. Right. Not you work so that you don't want to see anything that's going to be work that's why everybody wants it moving ready nobody wants to have to hire a contractor to do anything they want it all ready to go
1: it it does um and it goes back to what i always say preparation 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 um i know every seller's dream is to sell their, their home as is Okay, without any repairs, um, no upgrades, no cleaning up. Okay, I get it. That's your dream. Every buyer's dream is a stress-free home, right? Mm -hmm. And what I typically tell someone that's having a hard time understanding that is, okay, okay, don't take my word. Go to a model home. Go to a new subdivision. Go into the model home they have. And try to resemble your home like that one, Mm -hmm. right? And also stay there and look at the buyers that come in and just watch them get excited, right? Mm -hmm. We want that excitement every time the buyer comes in. Yes, I get it. Your house is not new. And I don't expect every seller to spend a lot of money. I actually try to help them minimize the cost and help them raise... Um, you know, their return on investment so they can profit the most and and walk away with as much equity as possible. And when they really do take every advice, every piece of advice that we share with them, the results are amazing. Like those two sellers that we, one seller that we talked about, um, they got the most money. They were not ready for multiple offers in a few hours. But I can go back and last quarter show you seller that took every piece of advice that I gave him, seller that didn't, the seller that did not, sat on the market for a little bit longer. Yes, they got mad at me because it's always our fault somehow, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but I sat with my seller and said, hey, do you, do you remember when we went over this checklist um, and everything that I asked you to do and you, you decided that that was not gonna be important? And I respected that, but remember how I told you what to expect? Okay, so this is happening. How about moving forward, we reset and start over again, but this time we do it my way, right? Right. We're actually doing that right now. We're resetting uh, and starting over the right way. And the seller that took my advice got multiple offers over asking price in just a few hours. Mm Mm-hmm. We see it happen all the time. Yes. So um, you do a lot of different projects, like new construction, right. Okay, um, empty homes, and occupied homes. So I think we covered a lot of occupied and a little bit of empty homes, right? Can you talk about new construction and what you would advise to
0: someone that's starting to build? You know, one thing I see a lot, I, we do a lot of um, rehab. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of uh, rehab houses, mm-hmm. um, they're not necessarily new construction, yeah. but they're gutted and basically brand new inside. Um, they f- don't, they forget about the floor plan, the layout. Yeah. So I've got one coming up. It's very difficult layout because there's doors everywhere and nowhere to put the sofa. So <clears throat> that's my job to figure out mm-hmm. where it goes. But if he had called me in before... Yeah, I could have you know in a couple hours helped him figure out this layout so that we didn't struggle with this Um, because they were in there putting in the um, master bath cabinets when I was walking through and they didn't fit. Oh God! You know the the saying of measure twice, (laughs) cut the board once. You oh goodness! So yeah, that's not things you want to happen. So if you plan first. the layout and the flow of the home, then that really helps it sell a lot better, I think. (laughs)
1: Yeah, now that I remember, we actually came across that challenge not too long ago, where there was a uh, rehab house that I listed, and I wasn't involved in the layout process. I typically help my sellers when they call me early on, and I go there, and I measure, and and I help them. Like, this house, I picked everything in this house. I picked the <clears throat> passive gray color on the wall. Um, I picked the flooring color. I picked the, um, the countertops, everything. The cabinets, the pools, every detail, every light fixture, I picked it, okay? Um, but sometimes when they call me just to list it and it's a little bit too late, we find challenges like that one house that didn't have a formal dining area. It didn't. It had to be shared with the living room. Do you remember which house we're talking about? It was beautifully uh, renovated. The finishes were great, but the space was not, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's a great point uh, that you mentioned because it happens way more often than not. And it really affects the value and the way people see um, the spaces, but, Right now, with this crazy market, where inventory is so low, we are creating new inventory. We have a lot of people who are investing in building uh, new homes, like myself, I'm building homes now, um, that later on you're gonna be called to stage because I put my, my money where my mouth is, and I believe in staging because we see the results, and we see how Buyers get so excited and it shows when the offer comes in, right? Right. Um, So what else would you advise to someone that is just new, is getting started, in in the industry in general, an agent, an investor, anyone?
0: Um, Well, I would say take professional advice from everybody that you can, Mm -hmm. Uh, don't Depend on, like, like you mentioned, you started out saying you were just going to stage your houses, but you realized that was too much work. You didn't have time for that. Oh, God, yeah. Pass mm-hmm. it on to the professionals and let them do it. Um, because I see the houses that are staged themselves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's you're not. Uh, you're saying a very valid point. A lot of people, they watch a YouTube tutorial and they think they, they got it all figured out. Um, and no, I, I will not go and pull my teeth out because I saw a tutorial on how to do it I would definitely go to a dentist to get help right um so no you, you do not get off track that was a great point it's true guys you know when when my when there's something broken in my house I I know a lot about you know what goes into a house because I sell them every day but I'm gonna call the electrician I'm gonna call the plumber I'm not gonna do it myself because that might make it worse. And yeah, sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you do figure it out, but it's going to take time. And if you're a busy person and you have to work and a lot going on, then sometimes when you put everything in into balance, it may not be the best option for you because it's going to take away a lot. Like selling a house, does. So a lot of people don't know what goes behind the scenes. They just see my sign going in the yard, right? And then... We go Because we make it so smooth, they just see me coming to the closing like, oh, here, America, you made all this money, and now you don't really know what went behind the scenes. Yes, it was smooth for you, but it wasn't for me, um,
0: but yeah. Um, I've seen agents do a lot of things. Yeah. Like keep the dog for showings. Oh, God. Cut the grass. <laughs> help them move furniture. Um, yeah, agents do a lot that people don't. Well, I don't do that.
1: No. You shouldn't. (laughs) Right. No, but um, all of the the work that we do is to make it easy on our clients. We have resources. We have um, people in our team. Like, we have a full-time marketing director to make sure that listings are fully exposed. We don't just cross our fingers and wait and pray for some agent out there to find our, our listings. We actually expose them massively, we send email blast campaigns, we sell text blast campaigns, we do social media pay-per-click ads all over the place to capture leads and buyers specifically for that one listing. There's just, uh, I can go on and on and on uh, about the marketing and then the transaction part. We also have someone full-time that takes care of our clients and I'm there behind the scenes making sure everything is done properly but yeah, it's, it's about doing it the professional way. Again, it's a huge investment. Real estate is not, it's not a car, but even when someone sells a car, they take it to a car wash, right? Sometimes right. they even go into further detail, like um, they take it to a shop to make sure they make it perfect so they can profit the most, right? Mm-hmm. Well, same thing with the house. Right. So why not make it look beautiful? And welcoming for buyers. Good. Good. Um, well, is, is there any anything
0: that you'd like to end this video with? Any, any advice? Appreciate you inviting me here today, and I do appreciate the, the great job that you do listing you. your homes and the professionalism. Um, always really quick to respond. I love that. And um, thanks. You know,
1: appreciate that. Is there a way people can contact you directly in case, and maybe other agents out there or sellers that want to contact you on their
0: own? Sure. Um, My website is Mm HarmonyHomeSC.com. So um, my phone number, Mm -hmm. 864-414-5742. That's my cell, so you can text and um, be glad to help. I love what I do and... Just just love seeing, like I said, the, the transformation in mm. the moms and um, love helping people with this major life decision. I really do appreciate
1: everything that you shared with us today. Thank you so much. Call her, okay? Please call her, get her advice. Uh, have her come into your home and help you out with, you know, things to remove, things to add, just to make sure you, you guys make the most money for yourself. That's it. Um, Thank you so much, guys. I love you so much and I can't wait to see you on the next episode.
0: Thanks for tuning into this episode of America's Property Show. Know someone that will love the show? Want to know what we're up to off the mic and keep up with real estate trends? Follow us on all social media platforms at America's Properties. Make sure to subscribe and drop a DM to join the conversation. This was America's Property Show.